السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلامنا على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بان فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فوين للمصلين الذين هم عن صلاتهم ساهون وقال تعالى فخلف من بعدهم خلف أضاعوا الصلاة واتبعوا الشهوات فسوف يلقون غيا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أول ما يحاسب به العبد يوم القيامة الصلام وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أيضا إذا كنت في صلاتك فصلوا صلاة مودع أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. Respected brothers and elders, continuing from last week, <coughs> regards to the aspects of salah, the importance of salam, and last week it was mentioned that on the occasion of Miraj, Nabi Akram صلى الله عليه وسلم was invited in the barga, in the court of Allah subhanahu wa taala, and given this wonderful gift of salah. In fact, there were three gifts that were granted to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The first gift was obviously Salah. And the second gift was the concluding verses of Surah Baqarah, Aman al-Rasulu till the end. Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, whoever reads his last two verses before retiring to bed, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, kafatahu, that these will suffice for you. Ain min kulli shar, in all, from all evil, from all types of uh, evil intentions of people. In other words, it will suffice as security for a person. And the third gift Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam received was that person, any person who as long as he does not commit shirk and associate partners with Allah, his tawbah will be accepted. So nevertheless, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this salah. Initially it was 50 salah. And as mentioned last week, if a person has to calculate it will mean that every 29 minutes, approximately 29 minutes, a person will be performing one salah. So through the sifarish of Musa alayhi salam, it was reduced till the number five. And thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, whoever performs this five salah will get the reward of 50 salah. Every action a person do, does, a minimum a person will get uh, 10 times sawab. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us the 50 salah inshallah. Coming back to the aspect of salam, it is mentioned, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned the hadeen, the distinguishing factor between us and the kuffar, between iman and kuffar is salah. In other words, we perform salah, the kuffar do not perform salah. So this is a distinguishing factor. It is mentioned in the kitabs of fiqh, according to the four imams, what should be done to a person, he does not perform salah. According to Imam Ahmad bin Hamdullah, he has mentioned if a person foregoes a salah intentionally, such a person is labeled as a kafir. He should be killed. Imam Shafi, Imam Malik, has mentioned that although he shouldn't be killed, but the label of kufr will be put onto him. So imagine a person who does salah intentionally, according to these three imams, the person is a kafir. But according to Imam Hanifa, he mentioned that such a person should be imprisoned and he should be beaten to such an extent that he will now perform salah. So these are the verdicts of the four scholars, the four imams 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the salah. All of us know it is for us. But how many of a person performs his salah? Because it is the weakness of iman. That is why Malai Ilyasab rahmatullahi in his six points, he has mentioned the first point that iman. And the very second point he has mentioned the importance of salah. Why respected brothers, the very first thing to be reckoned on the day of Qiyamah will be salah. If the salah is found correct, and all his other actions will go correct. But if he is found wanting in that salah of his, then he will find difficulty in other aspects of salah. So this salah, respected brothers, it is a means, it is a means of him communicating and making munajat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine, respected brothers, to have appointment with a certain president or with a uh, governmental, uh, uh, government figure. How much of phone calls, how much of emails. Then you have to have the influence of the powerful, the rich people, just to have that meeting with that person. And then when that meetings come about, respected brothers, let's say that person on his side now, he's inattentive towards you. And he'll be very happy to conclude the meeting very, very quickly. How would a, a person feel? He will feel naturally disappointed. But yeah, respected brothers, yeah, we are not making appointment with Allah. Allah is making appointment with us. Allah instructs the Mu'azzin five times a day, Hayya ala salah, oh my banda, come for salah. Hayya ala salah, oh my banda, come for, to our success. And then we come to the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invites us. The preparation has to be made. We perform wuzu. We wear good clothes. And we stand with humility and discipline. Wallah, respective brothers, this salah will teach us discipline. And this salah, respective brothers, is the means of drawing from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that salah will be coming five times to the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How attentive should we be? Yes, they are, as I mentioned, there are different levels of salah. There are those who are performing salah, maybe at home. So now they need to come to the masjid and perform salah. And with jamaat. To understand respective brothers, time and again we will find people who have come out in Jamaat and the very first thing they will mention, Allah give us a tawfiq, alhamdulillah, we perform our salah with Jamaat and salah with Jamaat is multiplied 25 to 27 times. So these are repeated time and again, but has the reality set in us? Muhammad bin Simak rahmatullahi, a very great and very pious person. Leave alone Salah or Jamaat for 40 years, he never missed Takbira Ula. SubhanAllah. Never missed Takbira Ula. It is mentioned on one occasion, due to a Janazah, he missed Salah or Jamaat. So naturally, he was very, very grief. With this grief, respectively, brothers, we will find in the Sahaba radiallahu As the Shaykh Rahmatullah has mentioned, that when the Sahaba radiallahu used to miss Takbira Ula, then for three days they used to mourn. We know when a person mourns, when a person loses someone, someone very, very beloved. So this salah was so beloved to the sahaba that for three days they used to mourn. And if a sahabi radiallahu for any excuse, he used to miss salah or jamaat, then for seven days they used to mourn. So this Muhammad means Simak Rahmatullahi, imagine for 40 years never missed takbira ula. So at that night, he decides to perform his salah 27 times. For example, let's say he missed Isha salah. So he repeated his Isha salah 27 times. That night he goes to sleep. He makes ziyarat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addresses him and tells him, Oh Muhammad, you have performed your salah 27 times 
But what about the Ameen of the Malaika you are missed? Because it is mentioned in the Hadith that وَإِذَا قَالَ الْإِمَامُ غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ يَعْرِ وَلَدْضَالِينَ فَقُولُوا آمِينَ That when you see or when the Imam says غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ يَعْرِ وَلَدْضَالِينَ Then you say آمِينَ why? فَمَنْ وَافَكَ تَأْمِينُهُ تَأْمِينَ الْمَلَائِكَةِ غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَمِّ أَوْ كَمَا قَالْ Because that person's Ameen coincides with the Ameen of the Malaika. And up till now, we never heard any Malaika saying Ameen loudly. They also say it softly, we also say it softly. So whoever's Ameen coincides with the Ameen of the Malaika, such a person's so sins are forgiven. So imagine Takbir al-Tahrima in his place. Salatu Jamaat in his place. So yeah, a person should see respective brothers. How beautiful the sight is on a day of Jumu'ah. Every person that comes. Mala Masihul Umar Rahmatullahi used to say that as, as soon as a person uh, finishes his Salah. For example, today inshallah we are going to perform a Salatul Jumu'ah. After Salam, now, the, in, now that worry comes, we are going to make my Asr Salah. The fikr is already there. So now he carries, uh, he carries the spirituality that he attained after the uh, Jummah Salah till the Asr Salah. And uh, according to the hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, SubhanAllah, a person, look how our buzooks think, look how our pious predecessors, how much of sawab they are getting, just for that merely intention. The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, intizari Salah, just waiting for Salah, for after, uh, after one Salah, you wait for the next Salah. Then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned as if though you are already in Salah. So all that time from after Jummah till Asr, just on that intention that inshallah where I'm going to perform my Asr Salah, where I'm going to make fikr, where I'm going to make my Asr Salah, just on that intention the person is getting Sawab of Salah already. So yeah, we see that this person repeated his Salah 27 times, but they must the Amin of the Malaika. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam respect brothers, wa rahmatul lil'alameen. Nabi Wasallam was a, a source of mercy to the entire mankind. But what did Nabi Wasallam say? He told the youngsters of Madina al Munawwara, if only you could gather firewood for me, then I will take this firewood and set alight those homes in which they never perform salah with jamaat in the masjid. These people perform salah, but they never perform salah in, with, in jamaat in the masjid. Imagine Rahmatul Alameen, because of the mercy, because of showing sympathy towards the young, the elderly, the infirm, the incapable, Nabi Sallallahu never did this. So we can understand from this the importance of Salah wa Jamaat. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu mentioned that who does the, uh, the, the uh, wolf, who does it attack? Shaitan zibbul insan. Shaitan is a wolf of man. Shaitan is a wolf of man. And thus, who does a wolf attack? He attacks the lone sheep. That no sooner, and then he mentions that man sarrahu yalqa Allah ghadan musliman. Whoever it pleases, whoever if it pleases a person that he wants to meet Allah subhanahu wa taala tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah as a Muslim, then falyuhafiz alaha hulai salawat. Then he should protect these five salah. Heisu yunada bihinna in those places where azan is given. For example, the masajid, those places, the musallas, where azan is given five times a day, that is the places where a person should protect his salah. Then he mentioned that because the salat or jamaat, it is a sunnah and a huda. It is a sunnah which is guidance through and through. And then he mentioned as a warning, لَوْ تَرَبْتُمْ سُنَّةَ نَبِيِّكُمْ لَدَلَلْتُمْ no sooner you forsake the sunnah, the sunnah-e-huda, for example, salah with jamaat, 
Then Hazrat Abdullah bin Masur radiallahu mentioned, La dalaltum, then you will go astray. So, so important is this salah respect of Jamaat that it is mentioned of Hatim Balqi rahmatullahi. He also was so particular with Jamaat. On one occasion, he missed Jamaat. And he was a very high figure in Balkh in those days, Afghanistan, etc. And one occasion, he missed salah with Jamaat. Untold grief he underwent. To such an extent, few people came to make Tazia to console him. Then he addressed them and he told them that had I lost a son of mine, then the entire half the bulk will come to my doorstep to console me. But now I must salah with Jamaat. You are the only few people who have come to console me. Then he explained why. Because you consider the afflictions and the trials of the year after, the trials of the Akhirat more lightened than this dunya. So, so much of importance they attach to Salah, respected brothers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you look at our Akabirin, how much they were so involved in that Salam. It was the trait of all the Muridin of Mala Gangoi Rahmatullahi. That one feature, one distinguishing feature amongst them, they never miss Salah with Jamaat. Mala Yasin Sahib Rahmatullahi, he was the father of Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahmatullahi. Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahmatullahi explains, that I just finished my formal studies and I started teaching in Darul Ulum Dioban. And he mentioned it was one day it was pouring and there was so much of, of water, so as if though as, like a flood and mud in, on, on the other side. And I thought to myself that Allah has given us a concession that a rukhsat, it is over there, and I would perform a salah at home. Now his elderly father, so much of attention, tawajjuh, and appreciation. And so much of fikr he had for Salah wa Jamaat. He mentioned on that very day it was pouring wa umbrella in one hand and a lantern in the other hand and he goes and performs his Salah. And when he returns, he, uh, Mufti Shafi says, I felt so ashamed that my elderly father is going in this condition, in this weather to perform Salah wa Jamaat. So many respected brothers, we will find Mala Yusuf bin Ori that so much of attendance, uh, attention he paid towards Salah wa Jamaat. It was on the day of Jumu'ah and someone requested him that Hazrat we need you to count our business to read some uh, du'as to make du'a of barakah etc. Hazrat told him no problem as long as I return back to Binori town and I perform my salah with Jamaat that is my asr salah. They assured him and told him no doubt we will make the arrangements etc. But unfortunately every person is only worried about his own motives. So they took Hazrat and they got involved in the, the, the shop and Dawat etc. And then no sooner that he returned because he got delayed and he found that Salah or Jamaat was already terminated. And he started crying like a baby. And he started, he mentioned, unfortunately we only got the imitation of Salah. The reality of Salah of Jamaat has ne never really sunk in us. So this is a, a Salah or Jamaat respective brothers. It is mentioned of Siddiq Bani Rahmatullahi mention of his Sheikh Mala Asadullah who was the Nazim of Saharanpur. So much of attention he mentioned on, also on two, two incidents he mentioned. On one occasion he had to go to meet Kari Taisab Rahmatullahi in Dioban and then he, he drew up an itinerary to see which trains will he, if he takes he will miss Salah wa Jamaat. And looking at the entire itinerary he only took those trains where there was no fear of missing Salah wa Jamaat. Imagine so much of fikr and on his return as well, respective brothers, yeah, again he performed salah or jamaat. This, on this note, before I continue, 
Sheikh Yunus Min Tunis, who was down in your istima in Stanger, uh, how he came to the effort, that's another uh, aspect on its own. And one of the things that the person who made effort on him was uh, uh, Professor Sanaullah, who is still alive at this present moment. He's a very simple person. When Hazaji Mala Yusuf Rahmatullah told him to go to France and make effort, he gave him three advices. What were the advices? The first advice he told him, that lower your gaze. That lower your gaze, you are going such an environment in France where everyone is getting caught up all fitna of uh, uh, illicit affairs and with young, young women. So lower your gaze. The second one he told him, that wherever you go in your rooms, establish ta'aleem. Go make ta'aleem of adayil, ta'aleem of hadith of Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the third one, respected brothers, he mentioned wherever you go, perform your salah. We don't realize what this salah, what effect it has on our people and how does it affect. He mentioned also on occasion he was uh, by a very, uh, to, to, uh, most probably it was the Eiffel Tower and they were making gush over there. It was a time of salah and he started performing salam. And at that time now people started making, uh, start asking what is this? The police force were brought and they said once in Salah, never ever they dared to touch and come close to this person while performing Salah. And then even the Kuffar started telling the police, that leave these people alone. They are in communion with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we don't realize this effect of Salah when people see us. We get very, very happy, respected brothers, that in King Shaka uh, <coughs> airport, they put us one side over there. And there we are happy, we got our musalla, we got our wuzu facilities. There we don't realize they put us one sign so that salah should not be performed in the airport. No one should see our salah. Whereas in the days gone by, respect to brothers, my Shaykh Mahdi Hamid Sa'adar Barakat explained when Mala Yusuf Binoni first time he came to South Africa, such a huge people came to the airport and he mentioned it was a time of salah. And one person called out the Azan. He mentioned the entire airport came to like a standstill. He said, what is this? This is Azan. And they performed Salah with Jamaat. Everyone started observing them. This was the quality of Salah. Such attraction it has respect to brothers. So coming back to the second incident of Mala Asadullah Rahmatullahi. It is mentioned that he never ever missed Salah with Jamaat. But it so happened there was a certain meeting and he was the part of the Shura in um, Saharanpur. And on that occasion, the meeting was delayed and he got stretched to such an extent only when Salah stood up, that was the time when Salah, that meeting terminated. Um, Kari Siddiq Bami Rahmatullahi said, I was perplexed, what is Hazrat going to do? So he said, I had his wuzu ready everything for him. He made his wuzu. No sooner he entered the masjid about to, make, uh, uh, to join the Imam, the Salah was terminated. But now look, respective brothers, where there is a will, there is a way. According to your intention, Allah will create asbab. So he mentioned someone to, he asked, is there any other local masjid, nearby masjid, where we can perform salah with jamaat? So they told him, there is a certain locality, go over there. He goes over there, unfortunately there, again, he finds salah with jamaat is over. Then he's told, go to another locality, just for a flicker of salah with jamaat. He goes to another locality, there again he finds salah with jamaat. And his hard grief, hard press. Then someone told him, gave him glad tidings that nearby there is a certain orchard. In that orchard there is a masjid. So imagine in that old age, he started walking very, very quickly. Kari Siddiq said, I was surprised. Hazrat in his old age, walking so fast. 
And when he comes, he makes ishara, he makes a sign from far that don't stand up, I'm coming to perform salah. And then he asked them that why didn't you start stand salah before that? So he said that we were waiting for any servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come lead the salah for us. Imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the asbab when Asad al performed the salah and he got the salah with Jamaat. So imagine the salah with Jamaat respected how important it is. That is one aspect of our salah. Now we should ask ourselves how much concentration and devotion we have in our salah. Many a time, respected brothers, we come to the masjid, we are saying, Oh Allah, we have come to the masjid. We just have dropped off our body, but our heart, our soul is somewhere else. Like one Sheikh, Mazufikar Sahab Naqshabandi, Rahmatullah, explains, he said, What is the reality of salah? It's just like a person boards the aeroplane, and no sooner he boards the aeroplane, then he falls off asleep. Then when the, now when the time is when the landing time when the time strike the ground that is the time said oh that I was flying now I'm uh, awake so he says similarly when a person now when he comes in salah and he makes takbir ula and then he is oblivious of everything everything he forgets <coughs> on one occasion respect to brothers there was a ishaat salam and the imam wasn't sure whether he performed three rakats four rakats. So people are saying, no, I think you performed three rakats. Some said, no, no, I think you performed four rakats. So one own body stood up and said, no, definitely, Mulan, you performed three rakats. He said, mashallah, so much of concentration and devotion you have in your salah. He said, no, 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 what happened is that I have four shops. I have four shops and every rakat I take, he served the whole day's takings. And today I only took three days' takings. So definitely you only performed three rakats. So one, one day's taking is still, uh, still short. So yeah, what is the level of our salah? A person should understand, realize. Just like when the airplane is taking off, now we just make salam. And only when the imam makes salam, assalamu alaikum, then we realize, oh ho, we are we are yeah, back in salah. Whereas during the salah, without any passport, without any visa, we are going to this country, we're going to that country, we're going for one Champions League match over here, one cricket match over there. And where our mind just respective brothers in that salah, where the salah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned. That إِذَا كُمْتَ فِي صَلَاتِكَ When you stand up for salah, then salah, perform your salah as if though it is your, your last salah, your farewell salah. Two explanations can be given. Just like respected brothers, when a bride now is about to be handed to the bridegroom, and how she is dolled up, all the preparation, months of preparation, how she's given, she's in a nice, beautiful car, and we're not saying it's permissible, ribbons and balloons on the car, people are hooting like crazy fools, and now she's given over to the bridegroom, and how she's presented, so in the same way, respective brothers, how preparation for the bridegroom, that amount of preparation should be given for salam. One person asked his father, amongst the kuffar, you will find they wear white gowns. Why is it they wear white gowns? So they came, he, the young son came to the mother, and he asked mother, why do a woman wear white gowns? So she said, my son, we are pure, we are like angels, look at the color white, it is clean, we are pure. And his son wasn't satisfied, and he goes to the father, father was reading a newspaper, and he asked, oh my father, why do our brides wear white when they get married? So the son said, oh, he closed the newspaper, and he said, son, come with me. Then he took him to the kitchen, and he said, son, what is the color of the stove? He said, white. What is the color of the fridge? He said white. What is the color of the dishwasher? He said white. What is the color of the microwave? He said white. So he said all household appliances come in white, son. So, so that's why they are dressed in white. So nevertheless, respected brothers, this is a farewell salam. And the second meaning is, just like a person is told, this is your last salah and you're going to die. And Mashiach Dan Barakat explains, 
it, it doesn't mean now you're going to perform salah, you're going to pass away. But if a person has that respect of brothers that I'm performing my final salah, his salah will go from zero to hundred in no time. Such a salah, respective brothers, becomes accepted in the court of Allah. Such a salah will give you du'as. May Allah protect you just as you have protected me. And the second thing, respective brothers, that will enhance our salah is to perform salah with iman and ihtisaban. Knowing fully this is a command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also hoping reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If an employee knows that my employee will pay me and he will also give me bonuses on top of it, so just in the same way, in the same way, in respect of others, just like the employee who worked his best, he will see that he does everything meticulously. So many our employees, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we are fulfilling the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not only Allah will reward us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us bonus as well. And respect to brothers, together with that, we should a person should make intention. That is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person makes intention, for example, Mashaikh Dawn Barakata explains, that a wonderful uh, recipe for heart, for the heart, is when a person makes salam. And when a person makes salam, then he only has to move his neck. He doesn't have to turn his whole body. And when a person now makes salam, respect to brothers, who we are making salam to? We are making salam to all those people behind us, all the musallis on our right, all onto the left. And we are also making salam to the angels of Kiram and Katibin. We are making salam to them as well. And he said, if a person continues to do this, then you will find respective brothers, then the world of the unseen will open to us. Because there are two aspects. One is the world of asbab. For example, a person knows if he eats food, he will get satiated. His hunger will go away. But when a person now makes salam to the angels, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will create a system for him which will override this system of asbab, that is asbab and, and the system of the malaika. In other words, you not only eat food to say I'll get full, but he eats food knowing that this food will either be beneficial for me or harmful for me. So by making salam, respective brothers, we are making intention of the malaika. And respective brothers, that salah, as I mentioned, when a person stands and this khushu and khuzu which is required, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu Darda radiallahu mentioned that the first thing to be taken away from this ummah is khushu and devotion in salah. To such an extent, no one in the whole congregation will be performing salah with khushu and khuzu. On one occasion, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw a person fiddling with his beard while performing salah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commented, لو خشى قلب هذا لخشى جوارحه that if this person had the fear of Allah in his heart, then all his limbs will be remain stable. In other words, he'll have sukoon in his salah. He will not look neither here, neither there. And respective brothers, we don't realize all the sunnah and the faraiz, wajibat, has a great effect on us. My Shaykh Dhamma Barakat explained that on one occasion there was a nikah and he was asked to give some advices. And he mentioned in that advices, when a person performs salah, to, uh, to make hifazat of one's eyes outside salah, that is if you, uh, if you uh, gaze, if you fix your gaze at certain places while in salah, this will be a means of protection for your gaze outside salah. And he mentioned in salah, a person in, in qiyam, he should look at the place of sajda. In ruku, he should look at his feet. And in, in sajda, look at the tip of his nose. When he's making salam, look at the shoulders. He said, by this, inshallah, you'll see your nazar will come under hifazat. And he said, not long after that, a very uh, prominent person, Hazrat's friend as well, phoned him. He said, I had this bimari of looking at women. 
And I thought getting married for a second time will solve this problem. He said, I got married first time. I got married second time. This did not uh, help me at all. And he continued to looking at a uh, woman and making, uh, uh, ogling his eyes everywhere. And he got married for the third time. Then too, he did not help him. But he said, no sooner he acted upon the, the, the nasihat and the advices of Hazrat Muhammad he explained that this had a great effect on him. So imagine just in that mustahab, which is mustahab, which is preferable, praiseworthy to do all his actions, what to say of the other actions. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq, respective brothers, of realizing the importance of salah. Imagine Hazrat Umar radiallahu when he was stabbed by the majusi. At that time he was in a coma. People tried to awaken him. One person said, go to him and tell him that was salah. The person, Sahabi, goes to Umar radiallahu, tells him in his ears, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, as-salah, as-salah. Imagine, immediately he wakes up, salah, salah. Then he mentioned, La hazza fil islami liman la salata law. There is no portion in Islam for that person, who for there is no salah in his life. So imagine, Abdullah, Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu, who suffered a cataract of the eye, and he was so powerful with his salah. Someone told him that we were able to, uh, uh, to grant you cure. We were able to uh, rectify that, uh, that cataract. But providing you have to miss salah for a few days. So he said, never ever would I forgo salah. And then he mentioned that person who forgoes the salah intentionally, he will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this condition that Allah will be angry with such a person. So this is our Miraj respective brothers. Five times a day Namazin is calling us. Five times a day we got an appointment with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the thing respective brothers will be reckoned on the day of Qiyamah. The first thing, this is our Miraj. So Allah give us and make us understand this beautiful gift. This foreign gift that Allah invited Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam and gave us the salah. And as I mentioned, Ibn Qayyim rahmatullahi has mentioned that there are only two times a person will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Two times in the court of Allah. One is before Salah and the other one on the day of Qiyamah. And that person who performs his Salah correctly with concentration and devotion and respective brothers, Ya also the ulama explain, sometimes in Salah our minds will drift, our minds will go here today, never ever saying on this pretext that my Salah is not in order, let me miss Salah. No, a person just like our PCs, our tablets, our phones, all the time we are improving it, new version of this, new version of that. So that outdated, outdated version of our salah that we are accustomed to, this time respective brothers now to improve our salah. And with regards to this respective brothers, there are programs that are taking place in various masajid on Thursday with regards to the performance of salah according to the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaat, according to the Hanafi stance. And this will motivate us, respective brothers. And in this masjid, inshallah, on Wednesday, on Wednesday in this masjid, uh, one of the ulama will be coming, inshallah, will be, be doing a practical demonstration of salah. Let us take let, let, the onus on us, respective brothers. Let us come for this program. Let us benefit and see what is wrong with our salah. Let us improve our salah. What other things, we want everything of the best. Our car to be tip, uh, tip top, our gardens, our house. Let us ask ourselves, is our salah tip top as well? Is our salah worthy of presenting in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah give us the tawfiq first and foremost. First and give me the tawfiq of performing a salah, five times salah with jamaat, with concentration and devotion. And this by day by the salah will be a means of drawing from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I will just in conclude with this point where as Anas radiallahu mentioned, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, 
that no sooner a person is particular of the salah in a locality, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes all uh, bala, all afflictions, all musibat uh, that was bound to come. Allah Masharani rahmatullahi explains on this. He said that all throughout the world you will find uh, earthquakes, tsunamis, uh, gale force winds, cyclones, etc. And then he mentioned no sooner a person, the locality is parbon of the salah in the masjid, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looking at this locality who is particular with the salah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala averts all this musibat and all this punishment. This is the barakat of salah. Allah give us the tawfiq inshallah.